Welcome to the Village Wealth Management Show. I'm Isaiah Bross, and today we talk about keeping score. Listen in as Mark and myself talk about keeping score in real life. Successful people are good at keeping score. And what does that mean by everyday? Well, I mean, they keep score on, on their business goals. They keep score on their personal life. Uh, you, you show me a, a successful business person, 99 times out of 100, they're going to keep score in their health. All How do you down. get to the point of even keeping score? Do you have to kind of understand where you're going with it? Oh, it well, it's self, back to self-awareness. Yeah. I mean, I, that's where it's the cornerstone of being able to keep score, especially in like, so whenever you go into like a sports, uh, when you're playing sports, obviously the score is being kept for you. You yeah. just go out and you play and you try to keep score, you know, keep, keep the score leading on your team basically. Yeah. Right. So, but in life, that's where everything changes. You know, and, and my son just graduated high school, you know, and, and, and um, you know, we went to the ceremony and they put big emphasis on good grades and they, as, as they should, you know, it's very important. Uh, but really, and I, and I explained this to Zach when he graduated, I'm like, look, Zach, that diploma just gets you, I mean, that's the ticket into the arena. Mm. You know, it, it's up to you now, you know, and, and so uh, basically he just left the game the 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 uh, organized game where they kept score for him and he was playing on the team. His scorecard was his report card. It was very simple. And he's walking into life now. And life doesn't keep score for you. Yeah, it just doesn't. You have to keep score for yourself. Now life will give you a result. And I guess you could say, well, that's the score. Yeah, you could say that. Uh, and and but you know what? It's like playing blindly. And you get to see what the score is after after the game's over. Yeah. You know, that's that's why that's how people go through life. It's like, well, I don't want to look at the score. I'm just gonna play blindly and get the results and say, Oh, I lost. Oh, I'm winning. Oh, I lost. Oh, I'm winning. Yeah. You know, I, a lot of people do it that way. I think that's a good thing too. But I think back to you said Coach Wooden from North Carolina back in the day that you read the book about, you know, being sticking to the fundamentals though. I mean, the score is very, very important overall, but you have to make sure every day on a daily basis that you're still doing your habits and going yep. through your fundamentals, learning how to tie your shoes. So, I mean, like yep. you said, it's the little things it is, it, yep. and it adds up and it compounds, but it's just, uh, but that ultimately will give you your score of where you're trying to go to. Yep. Well, actually I think that on a daily basis, those small wins on every single day basis. So what's interesting is the more successful the person is, the much shorter the parameters are on their scorekeeping is. Mm -hmm. So in other words, uh, you take a guy who, you know, who's making, you know, $50,000 a year and his goal is next year, I want to make 60,000. He's going to keep score at next year. And he's going to open that you know, W2 and say, did I do it? You know, yeah. uh, it, and that's, that's their mindset. Uh, that's more of a year or maybe quarterly or something, but you take a really ultra successful person. They're going to be looking at the scorecard every single day. They're going to have, Hey, I know what they do is they break down that big goal, that big goal of saying, Hey, I want to make X amount of dollars. Well, they break that down into bite-sized pieces over 365 days and they know every single day. So for example, you want to make more money. Well, then you have to develop a different skill. You have to decide where, you know, based on whatever you're, you're, uh, you have to have provide more value, more service. Yeah. So whether it's a new skill, whether it's just expanding your footprint as a business or whatever it is, uh, on a daily basis, you have measurables that say, Hey, am I, am I tracking towards that bigger goal? Because if you don't have that, you're, you're going to, you're going to struggle and, and you're not going to really win. Yeah. You're going to get the results of whether you won or lost after the game is over. And that's not a good way to be. Yeah. And, and too many people go through life, you know, that's, that's what they get. They're like, oh, I guess I'm losing. 
You know, I, I get them, they come in for, re, sit down for retirement reviews and they're um, we're 10 years away from retirement or five years, some of them are three years away. And they're just now sitting down and actually looking and seeing the score for the first time. Wow. They're actually building the plan, look at the score and saying, oh, wow, I won. Or, oh, oh no, I'm, not, I'm in big trouble. Like, you well, know? you got lucky maybe. I mean, if you don't truly know up to that point. Exactly. Good job. And, and the good thing was, is uh, the previous generation, uh, before the, the, the before the ones that currently are retiring, and some of them are, I have pensions still, but for the most part, pensions are gone. The previous generation could get by with that, looking at the scorecard at the end, because they were promised a pension, and they knew it was going to be out there if they stayed there for 20, 30 years. But now, that that's a different that's a different whole different ball game. Yeah, you know. So so you know, and I'm not here to you know, talk about goal setting or anything like that. But I think everybody should have a scorecard. And if you, and it depends on, on the, on the uh, game you're playing, I think you should have a scorecard and really, it really should be at least weekly, at least it should be daily. And then you talk to some really uh, high performance guys, they do it almost hourly. So they pick your brain back to that. Okay. So when you got your overall goal where you're trying to go, you're thinking you break it down into monthly things and then into weekly and almost daily scorecards. Like, how do you yep. keep score? So you have uh, what's your? I mean, what's an ultimate goal that you're working for right now? And and how do you break down to a scorecard? Like, how do you even get to the daily goals? Yep. So uh, it goes back to the vision board. You know, we had that pod. We had a podcast on vision boards. Yep. So those vision boards are my uh, possibilities. Those are those are just beautiful ideas that I'm like, man, I would love to achieve and accomplish those. And so uh, you, I start with that, and then I look at those. And now each each one, it's not all the same time frame. You know, I have on there a cottage up north uh, with a airstrip and all that. And I mean, that's not going to happen this year. You know, and and I, uh, I I would like to have happened this year. I mean, I wouldn't have complained if it would have happened. But I kind of in my mind knew that that was not going to be where I was going to be this fall. You know, having that. Uh, but on the other hand, it's on my vision board. I'm looking at that saying, you know what? That would be cool to be able to fly into my cabin, fly back home on the weekends or whatever. Uh, so that, that's just one one goal. And so that one there sits out there. It's in my it's in kind of my peripheral vision. And then I have other goals that are more uh, closer closer you know this year goals. So like for example, this sheep hunt you know with my yeah. dad. We were going to go on that Alaska sheep hunt in August. So I had that goal. We had we, we paid had to pay for it. I had to take uh, buy more equipment for it. I had to so I had this this process that I used. You know, that I worked out and said, oh, okay, I need to have my gun reworked and all these other things that we had to do. Uh, it takes planning that. So, and that's yeah. the other thing. Uh, it blows my mind. There's so many areas you can go. People lack planning. They, they lack yeah. planning skills. They wake up and they, they just wander out into life. And you know, if, you, if you're doing that, you don't be surprised when you get the results you don't really care for. Or don't look at the next person and say, must be nice, or you're so lucky. You know, that's the thing. <laughs> I hear that. Oh, man, it must be nice. You know, it's like, well, yeah, it is nice, you know, and I'm thankful for it. But my goodness, it takes planning. It yeah. takes a goal. It takes it takes keeping score on a daily basis to get here. One of my pet peeves, too, is uh, people just say, I don't have time to do that kind of stuff. I don't have time to sit down and say, yeah. I want to put my daily goal. It. Right. Like, I mean, yeah. you'll, you'd be amazed. So I think, you know, a, a thing that we've done, you know, recently, and we're about to start again is the 75 hard challenge. And I, that really, truly puts you on task. Like you have, you, what is it? Five or seven tasks yeah, or some daily tasks you have to yep. do in there. So, and, and there's no reason you have to get that stuff done every day. It's an accountability to yourself and you cannot go to sleep until it's done. So same thing with your scorecard as well. Uh, and you know what? I was just going to say 75 hard is a perfect scorecard. It makes you keep score on a daily basis. And it doesn't seem achievable. It seems hard, but I mean, when you have, 
you have no reason to not get the stuff done. If you don't get it done, you, you there's no excuses. Yeah. It's just you yeah. have to get the stuff done every single day for 75 days straight. And it yeah. completely changed your mental process. And I, to me, it's really opened up a whole new avenue. And that's why I think we've kind of we're sitting down and talking about a scorecard right now is because we see it in our business and where we need to go and how to get there. We need to start creating daily scorecards for ourselves and, yep. and holding ourselves accountable. So, yep. And and I we're we're in, I'm instituting it uh, uh, more consistently. Uh, and and what I did is I ordered a nice uh, and and it's psychological for me. I have to have a you know have a nice. Uh, notebook because if I look at this, this that's a legal nice pen. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> when I write on this, I don't take it. it is, these yeah. are just a scratch pad. My it's mind. A, exactly, yeah. it's yep. a scratch pad. You got that right. Yep, and and it just kind of helps me, you know, remember something. Yep. But whenever I'm really keeping score, and I, so what I'm what I'm doing is I'm doing a a uh, a list of things that have to be done. And Andy Frasilla is the one who who started that, the power list. You know, yeah. Five, uh, I think it's five things is what he he recommends. So, uh, and these are every day that I gotta win. In order for me to win that day, I have to complete all five of those. And they're gonna be critical activities because I put those. Those are. Uh, you ever hear the story about the the rocks in the jar? You know, the professor brought the jar in and had the rocks, and he said, you know, asked the students, "Is the rock? Is the jar full?" He filled a jar full of rocks. Let me tell the story. Uh, he filled the jar full of rocks, set it on the on the podium, and he's like, "Is this jar full?" And every student's like, "Well, yeah, they're big rocks, you know." Mm-hmm. And he got I don't know how many in there, and so then he pulls out a, a a bag of sand, you know, and dumps the sand inside the jar and shakes it all down, fills it up, fills it right to the brim, and he asks the students, "Now is the jar full?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, now it's full." And then he pulls out the water and just starts pouring water into it, and you know, and everyone's like, "Okay, now the jar is full." And the point of that is, is the rocks are what needs to go in a jar first because if you poured that water in first and then added the sand and then tried to get the rocks in you'd have a mess all over the place mm-hmm. so there are priorities that you have to have in life and in those priorities that's where i'm going back to that scorecard these are the five priorities that have to be done today because if they don't win if i don't get those done today i didn't win and and so that's putting the rocks in the jar first and it's amazing back to 75 hard yeah it's amazing how much you get done during the day, and uh, I mean, you you get way more accomplished doing it when you're on that program because your brain is saying, "I got to get those rocks in that yeah. jar first before I start adding all this other stuff into it." Yeah. And then you naturally cut out all the junk. You know, you aren't sitting up at night on your iPad watching YouTube. Yeah, Facebook doing something or... stupid and yeah. and wasting time when you know you got to get up at five a.m. because you got to get that first workout in, and then right. you got to hurry up and do. You know, so so that's putting the rocks in, and that's what I'm talking about keeping score. And yeah. so what I do is I have I have a nice binder, a nice book, a leather bound book. It talks about uh, the score, and and uh, I have a nice notebook that has perforated pages I can pull out, but it's a real nice bound notebook. And the reason I do that is because when I open that binder up, instantly my brain says, "Okay, you're about to write something important." It's not a scratch pad. It's yeah. not something that you're just going to write on a piece of paper and crinkle up and throw away. Eventually, it will be that. However, when I'm writing it in that book, my mind goes into that. So so uh, what, what I'm doing is I'm doing that the night before. Okay, that was going to okay. be my next question. So are you, yeah, is it the same, score on the same, on the score things, the five things, is it roughly the same things every single day? And you're writing them the night before? Or are you kind of yeah. adapting to what your current goal is or where you're trying to go. Yeah, so both. It's going to okay. be the same and it's going to be uh, adaption too. So what happens is, uh, here's here's the thing. I want to keep improving. Yep. I'm infatuated with getting better. Yep. I'm constantly trying to look and say, what can I do to get better? So whenever I kick into habit mode and I'm cruising along 
and I've got that thing where it's just like on autopilot every morning I get up and I do it. It's too comfortable. So you're like, yeah. Whoa. So I'm going to take that off of the list. Sure. You know, because that's there. And you know what's going to happen is in three, four, six weeks, it'll become more difficult to do because it's not on the list anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll probably put it back on the list. So it's going to be an evolving thing. So for example, if my, if my, uh, one of my powerless items is you got to be uh, feet on the floor at 530 in the morning, then I'm going to have that on there every day and I'm going to check that box because I know because, you know, if you can control the beginning of your day, boy, the day gets better. Oh, yeah, and part of controlling yeah. the beginning of the day is controlling the end of your previous day. That means you write stuff down. You, 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 you uh, put your power list together that you're going to do that next day and say, all right, this is what I want to accomplish tomorrow. These are the must do's tomorrow. No matter what, they have to be done. And so you think about that the night before. And the other thing that... Um, uh, I, another coaching program I was involved with many, many years ago, they talked about acknowledging what you did good. And, and, you know, before you go to bed, when you're writing that list out, you should acknowledge, Hey, these are the five things I did good today. Yeah. This is the one thing I'm going to improve on tomorrow. And, and, and this thing start to finish shouldn't take more than 10 minutes. You I, should be able to sit down, focus on it. And 10 minutes later, now you're set with a blueprint for tomorrow morning. And and every and it should be that the, on that list is everything that's important that to, you know that you're you're proge- uh, progressing towards your goals. Yeah. So at what point does it become almost like I have? I mean, does it start for you right at the get go of writing these five things down? What happens if uh, something gets thrown in the mix and you don't get one of your action items done for that day? I mean, is that uh, when people say, "Hey, I want to work out five days a week. I want to eat super healthy," and you break one day, it's just like, "Okay, well, I, I miss one day. And, you know, I miss two days. Now I miss three. It's you know, I can't. You kind of fall off the wagon. So, what kind of keeps you back in track if you miss one of them items, or is it not even an option? I mean, so just try to be real. Life happens, and right. you know, how, how do you adapt or how do you recover from something like that? So I got I go through two two cycles on that. So the first one I look at is is if uh, it depends on what threw me off. If it's a legitimate I, you know, I hate to use this word because there's no legitimate excuses. Okay, well, cause we don't want to say that we want to take excuses out of the equation. Yep. That's the whole point of it. But this is like it happens. I don't want to fall off the bandwagon. How do I get back on the next day? Or how do I keep this process going? So, for example, for me, one of my things is finish my CRM. Our CRM is our contact management system. Uh, relationship manager is actually what it's called. You know, I, I complete all those tasks every day in the office before I go home. OK, so if something happens at three o'clock. I have a client call and they, it's like an emergency. They want me to come to their house or I got to go drive up to the nursing home and have something signed or whatever the case is. I'm out of the office. That throws that loop off. Okay. So I probably, you know, I will have a hard time closing that loop because then I have the next thing happening at six o'clock that night. Well, I'm not getting back until 530, quarter to six. So in those scenarios, I look at that and I say, because ultimately, here's where, here's where I'm going to go. Ultimately, is it progressing me towards my goal? What interrupted that process? Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, for me, there's nothing more important than taking care of a client. Okay. Sure. I mean, that's the bottom line. In our business, if that's we fail one. to do that, we've failed. Period. Yep. Okay. So if I'm if I'm being distracted by taking care of a client in business, then I that's the most Still important thing in business. Towards the goal. Yeah. No, that's fine. Okay. So I look at that and I say, well, you know what? I don't like that. I need to be better at managing those. Um, and, and, you know, but stuff, like you say, stuff does happen. Yeah. So, but ultimately when I look at that and I say, I got to complete my CRM, the reason I want to complete my CRM is because I want to grow my business. And I know in order to be a successful, uh, have successful infrastructure where we could build on, I have to finish that project. So, or that CRM. But if I look and say, well, you know what, Mark, you didn't do it because you're out landing a new account or 
taking care of a client who had a need or whatever, that's still growing my business. And I, I can accept that. Okay. Okay. So that's one scenario. Yep. Uh, and so if I, I immediately, as soon as I, I fail at that, I look and I say, why did I fail? What happened there? What was the disconnect? What, what came disjointed that caused my failure in that arena? And you know what? Uh, I can deal with it now. One of the, uh, or I'll have to deal with it, you know? Yeah. So if it's because Mark got distracted and he got lazy and then he, he, he was picking his nose or whatever for too long. Yeah. And then uh, all of a sudden now it's uh it's five 30 and he has an appointment uh, at home. He has to get rushed off to, and he can't finish his CRM. That's not acceptable. And, and that's, that's a failure. You know, that's a loss. So, so what do I do? One thing at the end of the day, at the end of every day, I look at my power list. I, I mark him off. And, and and then I have a win or a lose. So, so okay. that's the score. So did I win or Got did it. I lose? All right. If everything's not marked, I lost. All right. So and then I write my new list for tomorrow. Typically, what will happen is I will add the thing I lost on onto that list or I will sure up the process. And what I mean by that is if you have a breach in the wall, so to speak, yep. and you have a, a weakness there, I'm not interested. So so back to medieval times when they had a breach in the wall the the, the uh, enemy could get through the wall so now they have a problem they have a broken wall and they have the enemy inside the city mm. so what do they do they have to chase the enemy down get him out of there kill him and then they have to go back and fix the wall because it's not acceptable to leave the breach there because it's going to happen again and again and again so i'm very very aware when i look and say all right what failed there how did why did that fail where was where was the weak spot the weak link that caused this thing to come apart and then i go back and i try to strengthen that weak link so the next day when I have a powerless, I am aware of that. I say, listen, this is what caused that disjointedness, and this is what caused the link to break. I'm going to go after that and, and, and say, oh, what can I do? And even if it's something stupid and simple, like I'm going to change the time in which I, I look at this, or I'm going to set a timer on my, on my phone to remind me, or whatever it is, I'm constantly looking at those little things. So if I fail to wake up, I want to know what happened. Yeah. So yeah, not just uh, yeah, not defaulting to any kind of excuse and let it pull you off your powerless, but really... Uh, Looking at your scorecard and then really tuning in to figuring out what the failure was if you if you marked up a loss, like really being like, what the heck happened? Yep. It's no I think that's where it's still growing, game. like you said. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're watching film. They, when they lose a game, they learn more from a. You know what? Here's the thing: you learn more from losses than you do from successes. Oh yeah, you just do. It's more impactful. Yeah. No one likes them. I don't like them. Yeah. You know, I'm not happy with them. It doesn't feel good, but no, yeah. but it definitely impacts you more. Sure. And you should you should learn from those, yeah. and and that doesn't mean go out and look for look for failure so you can learn. <laughs> no, you want to. I mean, I winning is way funner than losing. I will tell you that. Yeah. You know? yeah. I mean, so I'm not out here to say that that's not a big big deal. It is. However, uh, don't don't be beat up by it. Look and say, how can I fix that? Yeah. And here's the thing: if if all you're doing is a micro adjustment, so for for example. I, I didn't get my CRM done because uh, I didn't have the momentum for the day. Okay, well, what caused you to lose momentum? Yeah. Well, if I don't, ha I know if I don't have your feet more on than the floor at five thirty, you're doing your morning well, workout. Well, that's, I mean, that's that's definitely me, the momentum. That's, Absolutely, yeah. that's bigger. That uh, hurts me. But yeah. when I notice, I notice in during my day, if if uh, by noon I'm not halfway through my CRM, then I know I'm in trouble. And so what will happen is I've noticed my brain. I'll just start to say, oh, man. It's gonna be one of those days, and then what do I do? I get up and I wander around. I find reasons not to do it. That's that's crazy, but that's what where my brain my brain defaults into. Yeah. So you know, if if it's just something so micro as you know what, at noon I'm setting up every day an alarm to go off at noon on my phone. That's great about these devices; they have these little constant. You can set them up every day, set an alarm at noon, and it says CRM alarm. 
How are you doing, Mark? Yeah. What are you doing? It jogs, or maybe do it if, if noon your brain kicks off and says, oh, it's going to be bad. We'll do it at 11 o'clock. Say, yeah. how you doing on your CM? Have the alarm go off. So know that's if you need to hightail and get caught up or, uh, yeah, check, check your scorecard throughout the And that's a little micro, yeah. a little tiny adjustment. Yeah. So if I have a failure, then I'm going to adjust that. And then tomorrow, if, if I say, man, that didn't, well, then I better set another alarm or I better do something different or I better make a commitment saying, no, I will not open my emails until I finish five activities off my CRM. Make those five phone calls or whatever the case is. Yeah. So everyone's got their own, their own workflow in their own business process or their own personal life. Um, you know, use it for fitness, use it for whatever. So for me, if I, the other thing is that gallon of water, uh, you know, I have to try to drink a gallon of water every single day, man, if I don't get in at least, at least two liters of water by 10 o'clock, that gallon of water becomes a problem. Yeah. But you know, what's funny, uh, by 10 o'clock, if I'm on that rhythm, my body, I don't know what it is, but I, I'm like, you know what? It's no big deal. I'm almost thirsty for water. Yeah. But if I, if I, uh, if I drink too much coffee, I mean, and I'm not thirsty, it's just, I don't know. It becomes a problem. So I know these are certain milestones in my brain that I already know. Hey, if you're not tracking by 10 o'clock, you're going to be in trouble. So yeah. you better start tracking. And your brain, what will happen is you'll start to become more aware. Back to that self-awareness. That is a critical. Ed Milet always says the most successful people he ever communicates with, and he's communicated with a lot of them, or interviewed a lot of them. He said they're always the most self-aware. And that is so true because you can catch the uh, those micro adjustments yeah. yeah you know those micro habits that you don't even really most people will never know until you start really keeping score and yeah. you're like that's the breakdown there i think that's again. huge there when you're again. seeing it on the actual scorecard as actually physically writing it down and not doing it on an app or anything like that i think that's what really consciously tunes you in to be like oh wow yeah okay i am behind i need to step it up i need to do something but like you're saying like we are so distracted in, in a fa fast-paced environment now in today's world. It's just like sometimes we don't take the one little second to look at our little piece of paper or even write it down to even figure out what the heck's going on or yep. if we're even on track. Well, it stimulates the brain when you physically yep. write something because yep. it, it, it triggers in your brain, this is important. Yeah. You're not just typing it in. You're not dictating onto the phone you know, or anything like that. And for me, I'm going to do the list too, because I'm yep. like, you know, anytime I pick up my phone, I'm like, I see all the other apps. I'm like, I'm, I'm half tempted to be like, oh, well, check this yeah, out while I'm exactly. on there. And then you're, you oh, know, yeah. off in la la land. And like you said, and your yep. next alarm goes on, you're like, oh crap. So, so get it, get a good notebook, get a nice, spend $80 on it, spend a hundred dollars on it, get a really nice pen that you enjoy writing with. I'm, I'm serious. It, this it is sounds, your financial advisor telling yeah. you to do this. So this is, <laughs> it, it sounds stupid, but I'm telling yeah. you, whenever you, whenever you have a really nice clean notebook that's very nice that you journal in or you write in. And I'm not saying journal. All I'm saying, just write five things you have to have done. Yeah. Just start, maybe start with three, start with two. I don't know, you know, start, start small, but keep score every single day. Yeah. If you want to succeed, you have to keep score. Yeah. That's just all. If you want to win, you have to know where the score is. That's all there is to it. That's what you have to do. Do it the night before. And then uh, the next day, once you get the cycle started, so so the beginning, uh, the end of your day, it should look like this. It should be, did I track what I said I was going to do? Yes, no. And you mark it off. Win or lose. And then you write, acknowledge the five things you did good, and then the one thing you got to improve on tomorrow. Where's the breach? What happened? What are you going to improve? What are you going to do tomorrow? And and then you have to take action. That's what this score is doing. It's, it's, it's making you face and take action. So then, so you have the five things you did, win or loss. You have the one thing you uh, want to improve on, the five good things you did, or five things you, uh, you, you're happy you did, the one thing you need to improve on. And then the next day. So after you do that, you've reviewed that, you feel good, you feel bad, whatever. The next day, you have to almost, almost take your brain, turn over, and say, tomorrow, 
what is important. What do I have to do tomorrow? And I, I do that right in front of my vision board. I like to look at my vision board when I see it. I like to know, okay, yep, that's where I'm going. And and the this vision board. why you I'm could, doing the scorecard, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So in, when you go back to that vision board, that's where, that's really what's motivating. That's what should really drive you. Well, I'm excited. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm definitely in. And um, in one month's time, you know, maybe we'll do a follow-up podcast and kind of see where we're okay. at and how we're playing out in our lives, you know. You don't know so. if you're winning if you don't keep score. Absolutely. So keep score All daily. All right. Well, challenge accepted. Uh, hopefully you guys do it too and uh, let us know. Security and advisory services offered through Commonwealth Financial Network, a member of FINRA and CIPIC, a registered investment advisor. Fixed insurance products and services are offered through CES Insurance Agency. Actual performance and results may vary. These interviews do not constitute a recommendation as to the suitability of any investment for person or persons having circumstances similar to those portrayed. Consult a financial advisor regarding your specific circumstances. Past performance is not guaranteed of future results. Any historical returns, expected returns, or probability projections may not reflect actual future performance. The material contained herein has been prepared from sources and data we believe to be reliable but not to be construed as providing investment services in any jurisdiction as such offers or solicitation would be illegal. 